0: In this episode of the SPS Podcast, we're going to be discussing how reading philosophy is actually going to help you improve your self-performance. In fact, I'm going to break down seven key reasons why studying philosophy is the backbone to improving your life. Welcome to the SPS Podcast, the Self-Performance Strategies Podcast. Unlocking the secrets of self-performance so you can improve mentally, emotionally, and physically. The goal of this podcast is to help you create even more freedom of time, money, and purpose in your life. And the SPS podcast is brought to you by the 30-Day Pro Accelerator program. If you want to find out more about that, check the show notes and click the link and head on over to stephentimony.com. Let's get in to the episode. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome, welcome, welcome. We are at episode 27 of the SPS podcast. And in this episode, we're going to be discussing philosophy. Yes, a subject that helped me create my values in my life. And we'll discuss that before jumping into the seven key reasons why reading it is going to help you improve your self-performance. But before we get there, before we get there, let's drop a couple of quotes to frame this episode. And I think you'll like these ones. The first one coming from William Ralph Inga. He says, the object of studying philosophy is to know one's mind, not other people's. That's a very good quote and a very good idea, which I'll discuss in a quick second. And the second quote comes from Cicero. He said, to study philosophy is nothing but to prepare oneself to die, which again, I think is a fantastic idea. But let's discuss each of those separately quickly before I jump into my own little personal story. So the object of studying philosophy is to know one's mind, not other people's. That is one of the key tenets I want to discuss in this podcast. It's really philosophy really is going to give you that critical thinking it's going to give you the ability to see around corners or to see history repeating itself it's almost a guide to human behavior you know before we had all the social sciences we had philosophy describing how people would act as stoics the you know going back to even the 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 buddhists and the Taoists, we had the sort of philosophy mixed in with religion and the ideas and these quotes and these actions that you should be taking daily to be a better person and obviously they've evolved over Hundreds and thousands of years, and to you know, into social sciences and other things. You know, you may disagree or agree with that. But back in the day, we just had philosophy. But the whole idea about philosophy, you know, was about understanding yourself better, understanding how you can do the right thing. Especially if you look at Stoicism and some of the Greek and Roman philosophy, you know, the earlier philosophy. You know, when you go to Aristotle and Plato, again, it was all about knowing oneself. It was all about questioning things. It was all about improving oneself. Not really to, you know, think about how other people are thinking, but really improve your thinking and your actions. And then the second quote, you know, from Cicero about Preparing oneself for death and while that might be morbid and i've discussed the memento mori before on another podcast and i've talked about it quite a lot on my twitter timeline but this idea that philosophy makes you understand the, the miracle of life it makes you understand how wondrous everything is philosophy helps you take action in the now it helps you live in the now it helps you become a better thinker so this idea how i take from that quote or what i take from that quote sorry is that You need to understand philosophy so you can perform better. So when you are ready to die, when your final moments are around, you can lie there and you can be like, yeah, I had a good life. I lived it. I did it. So those are the two quotes I am discussing to frame this conversation. So let's jump into these seven points. Actually, before we jump into the seven points, I forgot, I forgot, I forgot to tell my little personal story. Now, why do I love philosophy so much? What, What drew me to stoicism in particular and then drew me, ...to reading other later philosophers and even earlier philosophers... ...and I even got into a little bit of Taoism and Buddhism as well at a certain point. But why Why was I drawn to philosophy? Well, I feel like, or I grew up in a country, Northern Ireland... ...where there was a little bit of a conflict between Protestants and Catholics... ...over slight differences in a book. Uh, not that many differences at all. Same God, same characters... Pretty much the same storyline uh, throughout the book, but just slight differences in how they, you know, go about things. Very, very minimal. I don't know the percentage difference in those two religions, but I'm guessing it's probably well below 10%, if not well below 2 or 3%. Now, if you're a Catholic or a Protestant listening to this, you might disagree with me, but that's a conversation you can have yourself. I don't, I don't really care. They're very similar. Uh, they're very similar religions. So let's just leave it there. So I grew up in this country where people were killing themselves, War for 300 plus years, you know, over simple differences and, you know, people born in the same street and the same town, practically our cousins, you know, not liking each other and being violent towards each other because of basically different forms of Christianity. So I, I was pushed away from religion. Now, I didn't become, you know, an atheist or or anything like that. Because of that, I've always felt there was like an energy, a logos. I used to joke as a kid and call myself a Jedi because I believed in the force. It's stupid. I know, you know, I'm a Jedi, the force. But funny enough, that's kind of what I believe now, but at a slightly different level when it comes to God and the universe, that it is all about energy. And I got there through reading philosophy, and I got there through reading other religious texts. But it was Stoicism in particular in my late 20s that actually gave me this sort of structure of values of how to be a good man, of how to be a good person, of how to actually show up each day and take action and do the right thing. That's where my love of philosophy came into because there was no agenda with philosophy. There weren't stoics out there killing other stoics. There there weren't, you know, people who were into the postmodern <laughs> philosophy or whatever that is. You know, there weren't people out there, oh you are you're, you're terrible. You're you listen you, you listen and read to ancient Greek philosophy and those podcasts. You're terrible. I'm gonna I am going to gonna shoot you. Uh, no, people in in the world of philosophy w- weren't doing that. Oh, you, you don't read Nietzsche. You only read uh, Marcus Aurelius. Oh, I'm gonna have to put a car bomb um, underneath your car because you only you, you only read uh, Marcus Aurelius and you don't read Nietzsche. No, we we, we can't be friends. How, how dare you come into my neighborhood and, and only read Kant? Uh, <laughs> I don't know where I'm going with this, but you get my point. And that's what I was. That's why I was drawn towards philosophy because there was a, a, a sort of a Again, repeating myself. No agenda to it. It was just all about deepening your thinking and becoming a better person. Uh, and and it really did. It really did help me. I have to say, when I was in my 20s, discussed this before, a bit of a partier, bit of a drinker. I uh, didn't really have what I'd describe as really rock-solid values. Yes, I wanted to be a good person. I, I wasn't out robbing, stealing, and and, and cheating people. But... At the end of the day, I, I didn't really know how to show up as, as as a good person or show up as a person who was effective, who could create results. And philosophy and stoicism in particular definitely opened that door for me in my life and helped me think slightly better or helped me think at a, at a higher level. And that's where we're going to go into these seven points. A little bit of a segue here because the first point of why philosophy is going to help improve your self-performance is better thinking. The basics of philosophy teach us logic. That's that's exactly what philosophy teaches you, the basics. The Plato, the Aristotle, the Stoics, they're teaching you logic. You'll be able to recognize an argument better because they talk about this in different forms of philosophy. They talk about how to structure an argument, how, how to present your thinking. You'll know what fallacies are, and you'll be able to spot them because a part of philosophy is noticing how people use different fallacies, how people will say different things at different times you'll see what a fact is or uh, what a fact is and what an assumption is. You know, when you actually think about philosophy and even gets into a little bit of the scientific method as well, and you're breaking down the Socratic method of discussing things with people, you'll start to actually see where some people's, uh, opinions or just their feelings where other people are actually discussing facts and, and philosophy definitely helped me within myself when i was having conversations deep conversations e- even you could describe many arguments about political things or societal things that without understanding philosophy and without understanding the sort of basic of uh, better thinking and logic uh, sometimes my opinions were based on feelings and light shallow thinking rather than actually based on fact and philosophy definitely give me more systems to think about when it comes to my thinking. So that's that's my number one reason why. If you haven't read any philosophy in your life, you should go and start reading some philosophy. Go write, re- read some Plato, some Aristotle, some Stoics, because philosophy gives you those systems to think differently with. The, there is a structure to it. Now, the, the second reason why you should read philosophy to help improve your self-performance is it gives you values. It's a big one for me the stoics definitely give me good values and help me do the right thing in my life you'll be able to articulate what your values are and why you believe what you believe when you start talking about why you think this is the right thing to do you'll actually be able to to discuss it going back to the better thinking because you have the systems you'll be like well this is the right thing to do because x y and z and you're able then to back up your reasons why you're taking your actions where a lot of people don't actually have that ability to explain why they just did something because everybody acts in a very shallow manner or not everybody but a lot of people do and then when you actually sit down and get them to reflect on their actions they're like oh well you know i was just upset i was emotional so you know having that philosophical cornerstone or foundation will actually help you decide what your values are and then act on them properly You'll also have sound reasoning on why and, and, and why and what you care about, as I just discussed there. Philosophy brings clarity to life's foundations. That, that's a, just a little line there to, to wrap up what I'm talking about here, the second point. I, I'm going to repeat that. Philosophy brings clarity to life's, life's foundations, to your foundations. You're able to actually discuss them and have more clarity on them because of reading philosophy. Now, the third reason why you should read philosophy to help improve your self-performance is your worldview. Like values, you'll be able to articulate your beliefs and your ideas about what kind of world this is, what kind of world you want to live in, what is the right thing. And most importantly, you'll know what is of greatest value to you in life, and you'll know the type of life that is worth pursuing. Now, I can tell you from reading the Stoics, and this is where I'm going into this about your worldview, I used to be quite materialistic in the sense that I used to like to go and buy a lot of clothes. I like to look cool. I always wanted to have a nice big car, a nice big house. I still do want those things and I still buy nice clothes, but it comes from a different angle. It comes from an angle of not trying to keep up with somebody, not trying to impress other people. I want to have nice, comfortable clothes because I like wearing nice, comfortable t-shirts and and pants And, and to get nice, comfortable stuff that lasts, you've got to spend money on them. To have a car that is decent to get you from A to B, yeah, you can buy a, a, a half decent vehicle. But I'm not going to go out and buy a banger. I'm not going to go out and buy a, a, a 20-year-old car that's fallen apart. I'm probably going to buy a five, 10-year-old car that's got some little bit of mileage on it that, that it's still from a great company that you know that is uh, run, 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 runs well. I'm not going to go out and buy a brand new car, even if I had lots more money. I think it's kind of stupid. Uh, you know, it's, it's 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 a bit of a materialistic trap. This this idea. So my worldview changed because of stoicism, because stoicism taught me to live a bit more frugally. Stoicism taught me to not do things to impress other people, to do things from a, a place from within, to do things from a power within, do things because it's the right thing to do, do things because you want to do them. Don't do things to impress other people. And that made me realize that my worldview was skewed on materialism. It was also I was maybe a little bit hedonistic, and and, and stoicism helped me there. You know, as I was, an, uh, it was a, he, he he hedonism was big in my life. You know, it taps into the materialistic uh, trap. You know, going out at the weekends, partying, doing things for pleasure, and not actually creating discipline and doing hard things in life. So again, stoicism helped me create a worldview where I actually now believe harder things are actually easier to do doing hard things taking big leaps forward eventually creates an easier life for you rather than doing easy things pleasurable things all the time you then end up creating a harder life for yourself it's not that quote by tim Ferriss, his coach jersey du- judak i think he's called i, I, I apologize if i've got the guy's name wrong but he says uh, hard choices easy life uh, easy choices hard life which is so true so moving on to the fourth reason why you should study philosophy is the art of study studying philosophy is better you know or, or reading philosophy is best done with a journal close by maybe a highlighter in your hand and a pen uh, as you read and complete the books you gain a sense of accomplishment because you're reading these things you're getting these ideas you're journaling about them that you're changing your worldview you're changing your thinking you're you're gaining better uh, ideas and foundations around your values and because you you get to understand all these new ideas philo- or, or you get challenged by these new ideas uh, philosophy forces you to become a better learner, and, and I definitely find that in my life. I wasn't the best reader 10 or 12 years ago, you know, in my late 20s, early 30s. But reading philosophy, reading Marcus Aurelius' Meditations, the way it was written, reading some other stuff, you know, from Nietzsche and Kant and other uh, philosophers, you know, later on, you know, it challenged the way that I read, it challenged my language, it challenged my thinking. It, it made me like, What is it, What are they actually saying here? Journal about it, break it down aristotle and plato did the same thing you know you're 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 reading these older languages or this older way of speaking you're getting these ideas and models in your mind and you want to journal about them and you want to talk about them you know stoicism obviously i talk about that quite a lot but memento mori fear setting uh, the idea of of uh, getting in touch with the logos of the universe the idea of not getting the materialistic trap these are all structures and ideas journaling twice a day again these are all ideas that come from Stoics, in particular when you read their books and thinking about them journaling about them acting out on those ideas in your life it, it changes you but it helps you become better at studying it helps you become better at learning because there is absolutely no point in reading philosophy or any business book or any book, any book all Even if you read a fiction book like Dune or some other fantastic fiction sci-fi book, if you're not reading that book and writing out the lessons that you're learning, you're really missing out on an opportunity to grow and learn. So always read with purpose, no matter what you're doing. Always pull the lessons out of it. So yeah, with that, the fifth reason, and it falls on very nicely from the fourth, is reading philosophy keeps your mind set sharp. Philosophy has an intellectual sort of level to it It challenge, there's challenges everywhere you know again from reading Plato to the Stoics to, to Kant to Nietzsche and many more philosophers in, pl- in between you will come across ideas that challenge your thinking you'll come across things that you might not particularly understand you'll come across things things that might challenge your worldview and how you think and, and it makes you see things from different angles because you're really learning different mental models you are learning Uh, this sort of a a web of different ideas that intersect and and you can see as you read philosophy and you go back to the ancient Greeks and you read all the way through to the more modern guys and even some of the more modern guys that talk about philosophy more in a whole where they take ideas from you know the the Greeks and the Romans and and the Nietzsche's and the Kant's and they kind of all mix it all together when they're talking about the world and life currently which is really good because it's you know it's all a big mixing bowl of ideas you know reading that kind of content is going to challenge you. It's going to help you grow, and it is going to improve your self-performance. Because if I, I'll say it here, and I'll probably say it again at some point. I've probably already said it in, in my life. Philosophy is one of the backbones, and stoicism in particular, to my business, to my growth, to, the, to giving me the confidence to actually go after big things. If, if, if I hadn't started reading philosophy 10 years ago, plus, uh, you know, in my late 20s and my, my early 40s, it, it was the gateway drug. it was the gateway drug to uh, personal development. it was the gateway drug to to thinking about starting my own business because you know the capabilities that I was reading about in, in these books I was reading these like Mark Aurelius in particular you know he was the emperor of the world practically at one point you know the the emperor of the massive empire uh, and he's writing about these ideas of how to show up as a person. So when you start showing up like that and you're meditating and you're journaling and you're doing things and it's keeping your mind sharp, all of a sudden, when you're not out partying and you're not drinking and you're looking after your body and you're following these ideas about journaling twice a day and you're following these ideas and, and you're thinking about these mental models about fear setting, all of a sudden you're like, maybe, maybe I can go after bigger things in life. Maybe I actually can be more successful than I currently am. And, and that—that's really that—that's part of my journey. You know, that that self-performance journey that we're on. The SPS podcast is is here. You know, because I started reading philosophy, and that's why we're going to go to the sixth reason. And the sixth reason is actually one of my it's kind of like a silly reason its something I I, I made up and it says you know philosophy predicts the future but it's kind of history history predicts the future because philosophy is as old as we are and you could argue that there were there was only philosophy to study people's nature before social sciences I discussed that at the start of the podcast it's it's a belief I have humans have a talent for repeating past mistakes and like history philosophy can help you see your blind spots that's for me that's just pure fact you know if you if you read um will durant's book the lessons from history you read it and you go through it you're like oh my god we're repeating history again you know we we have a talent for doing that uh people haven't really changed over the last two thousand years if you if you even read the stoics from two and a thousand years ago you you read so even some some of the the, the, the christian uh, bible sort of stuff in there as well some of the, the the interpersonal ideas the ideas around money the ideas around success the ideas around entrepreneurship business those ideas that the stoicism talked the, the stoics talked about Those ideas are so relevant now because humans, yes, we've got iPhones and we're we're sending rockets into space regularly with Elon Musk and we've we've got great cars and all this technology, we're living like kings, We're, we're living longer than ever before. But we haven't changed much as people. Our interactions are very similar. The way that we struggle with our own thoughts, the way that we struggle with interpersonal difficulties, the way we struggle with success very very similar we have more opportunity than ever to be successful right now in this moment it's the best opportunity for anybody to create anything that they want because of the internet because of the technology we have but the way that we think the way that we maybe have a negative voice in our heads the way that we limit ourselves the way that we struggle to maybe communicate with with, socially with people around us it's very very similar when you read some of these quotes from 2000 plus years ago you're like oh my god they they are talking exactly about struggles that I'm having today. So that's where philosophy can help you predict the future because you're struggling with stuff right today. Other people have struggled with it in the past. It's not new. You're not struggling with something new. Right now, you're not. I mean, even Elon Musk building the rockets... He's not doing something new. We've already done that. He's doing it at a higher level. He's expanding on ideas that are already in the world. And he's, he's pushing those ideas forward. But he's not doing anything completely new. And I can 100% guarantee that anything that you're doing in your life right now, 100% of your days, you're repeating things, actions, thoughts that other people have done already. Slightly differently. But there are cornerstones there that, you've, that you're doing that have been done before. And that's why reading philosophy can open your mind up and can help you see the blind spots of the past, see your blind spots in the now, so you can take advantage of that and grow and be better in the future. And that leads me to the last point, the seventh reason why you should read philosophy philosophy to help improve your self-performance. And I've talked about this, I devoted pretty much a whole episode to this subject. I've talked about it already in this episode and it's memento mori. It's one of the best lessons that I've learned from stoicism. Our days will end, the clock is ticking. You can hear it right now, tick, 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 tick. It's happening to us all. We don't know when, but nothing entitles you to a given number of days. We don't know when it's gonna end. We don't know when it's gonna end. So we've got to live in the now, and take action and and be our best versions of ourselves daily philosophy and in particular the stoics help me realize this helps you realize this Uh, you need to make each day count philosophy is the love of wisdom and life and you've got to read this stuff, even if it's just lightly, even if it's just one book a year. Tap into philosophy, tap into these ideas, create these foundations, and you will improve your self-performance by reading philosophy. And that is the end of the 27th episode of the SPS Podcast. I hope you've enjoyed these seven points. Let me know on my socials which one was your favorite let me know in your soul on my socials if you're reading philosophy you can hit me up on twitter at, at steve timoney it's at s-t-e-v-e-t-i-m-o-n-e-y you can also go on over to my website which is steve s-t-e-p-h-e-n-t-i-m-o-n-e-y.com you can check out all my other podcast episodes you can check out my coaching offers you can check out everything i do on that website that is me that is my life on that website but thank you once again for listening to my little podcast. I really deeply appreciate you if you're listening to this right now. I absolutely love it. I love doing this. This is a lot of fun and we'll continue doing it. And I will speak to you in the next one. Make it a good one.